Welcome back to Best Slaps. I'm Sammy. I'm and let's start talking about Vanderpump because yes. I'm dying to. <laughs> yeah. I like watched it after I watched The Bachelor, and I sort of fr- and I was on, I'm on both episodes, The Bachelor and um, this slapped. By the way, both podcasts, should, both podcasts. Everyone should l- listen to The Bachelor. It's out now. Um, we push it. When when does it come out? Every Tuesday, Tuesday mornings. Tuesday mornings, right after the show. Um, no, right after we record after the it. Show, right after we record it, um, and we talk. We like basically just say what we what we write in our recaps, but it's coming from us. We so, s- we say what's on our mind. It's called the Bachelor, B E T C H E L O R. Yes. Okay, so um, yeah, so I watched Pub yesterday. Yeah, it was so fucking funny. I was like laughing out loud multiple times. At which things? Because there's a lot most, of. It was almost all of the times I was laughing at. Um, What's his name? James Kennedy. Okay, fine. James Kennedy with his, like, the way that he was just, like, sort of running after everyone at that party because he was so drunk. Oh, yeah. That was just so good. I feel like this isn't one of the exciting parts of the episode for me, but I feel like, like, Bravo is trying to recast James and Lala in, like, positive light and make them, like, the heroes now and make these, like, cheating assholes kind of, like, go out of you know, go out of style. I have a feeling yeah. Jen Bush will become a player due to this whole Sheena Faith thing. Right. Faith is going to come in. It's just, I just feel like they're, they want to like freshen up the cast because I mean, how many times can... It's Jack's cheating like something. And, yeah. Okay. Uh, we need to talk And about they're trying to make Stassi like a real person too. The, the conversation about, of like when Brittany, when he comes home the next morning. Oh, it like gave me the chills because I was too. so furious in the me way too. that he was like, "You do not do that," and she's like, F-, "Like I'm really glad she stood her ground." But no, it's it's uh, sad because Brittany think Brittany thinks that she's gonna like be in. She wants to be in a forever marriage, as she said, and like. Look, barring some serious, like, change in Jax's, like, entire outlook on life, like, he is never not going to do this to you. And, like, you're going to be enduring this for ever ever like but, but the thing is is that he he's not even that apologetic and he no. and the whole point is like you're just when someone cheats on you or something you're just supposed to be like you have to at least want the other guy the guy who does it or whoever the part the person that does it needs to want to be in the relationship doesn't seem like he wants to do it so she's like you need to do all these things he's like eh, do i have to like it doesn't make any sense. it's just okay what, what bothered me so much first of all first i was bothered by the fact that bravo Keep talking about this tape. Play the tape. I want to hear the tape. Right. I want to hear everything. I want to hear it from like his mouth. Like, like even if all the drama is doctor, they could doctor a tape. Yeah. <laughs> also, I just don't even feel like Faith um, is the one who gave the tape. I feel like the producers gave them the tape. Yeah. And that's why it was on this like quick player because if it was a voice note, I don't know if Wait, it would have been in that. The funniest part was when James was like, well, actually, I took it from Faith's phone and I sent it to Lala. <laughs> Wait, how did he know it was on Faith's phone? Well, probably because Faith took it and she's like, oh, wait, let me take that. But why would she do that? A post-coital conversation. (laughs) Right. Well, I guess James Kennedy had a post-coital photo, which I believe was also with Faith. Really? Last season. I can't handle this It was with someone. Or it was was with someone. I hope they're trying to change, like, the cast a tiny bit. Just a little, because... Also, like Britney can stand her own without dumbass Jack. How could this be mildly construed as Britney's fault? Like the fact that the conversation, the fact that the tape gets played at their party, it's the fight. This is 
This is like one of the no, most ju- crazy things to me. And this is why you can't me. deal with this is why you can't deal with a mentally ill person and why you can't <laughs> date someone who's crazy because then your fight about how he cheated on you and then told the girl he was cheating on with that he never wants to marry you and that and you're like even comes up and that you never have sex. Right. Like instead of that being what the fight is about, which is like what I would have if I were Brittany, like that would have been like issue number one and like there would be no number two after that. Like it would only be about that. But somehow the fight becomes about the fact that Brittany embarrassed Jax and betrayed him right. by playing the tape where he <laughs> said all these things. It's like, how could this possibly he's, like, be a huge manipulate like okay, really but like manipulative and like, I agree, but like isn't there someone to be like, wait, let's let's go back. She sort of <laughs> did it. She sort of was like, No, Jax, like it's all your fault. He's like, I never said it wasn't wasn't my fault. He's like, well, you just said that. So no, like she doesn't. She's not intense enough because she doesn't want to lose him. But she's thing, not good at time, keeping the convo on the track. The whole time, he doesn't seem like he really cares about the relationship. That's what doesn't make any sense. But like, also, like, wouldn't she be like? Why doesn't instead of her being like, yeah, I'll forgive you for the fact that you did this thing. Instead of her saying that, wouldn't she? Shouldn't she just be like, well, is this thing that you said true? Because if it's true, there's no point in her. Well, it's true because it's a recording, right? But no, not is it true that he said it? Is it true that he thinks think that? Because if he really thinks that, then like, the, then like, why are you even trying? Okay, why even the try? The best part was when they were having that conversation on the couch, and she's like, "You just have to promise me you'll never do it again." And he goes, "I promise you'll never do it again." He has this look on his face that he's already done it again. Right, right, he, no, like he did it last night. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. He, he's like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah it's like it I like just that. don't understand how. And like she, like Lisa was saying. It's just so clear how they try to, like, create, like, a vibe for each of the characters. Like, Stassi is now an official party planner and, like, a <laughs> chic OOTD, like, Instagram, uh-huh. like, poster. Like, now Stassi's going to become, like, a quote-unquote real person. Like, Stassi's going to go C-list instead of D-list. <laughs> Brittany is now, like, going to – I have a feeling she, go like – from waitress to D-list. <laughs> waitress to D-list and then later break up with Jax and date, like, a basketball player or something. Like and Someone – yeah, better. Yeah, someone, like, a little bit more legit who may still – cheat on her but like at least it won't be in Jax's like extremely disgusting egregious way. disgusting way where like he cheats on her with like her friend from the from the restaurant and like and then he's like oh we're never gonna have kids we never have sex also like do they really never have sex because no, I'm pretty sure that's since all they do right but right especially since like after they broke up when she first heard that he cheated she said that she had sex with him like 10 times right after that so it's like okay you never had sex and then when he cheats on you then you start having sex with him right. like wait let's talk let's talk about a different cheating scandal the Sheena oh like, the Sheena, man because Sheena seems like she's going through something when she confronted what's her face Jen that's Jen, Jen Bush. Bush yeah isn't there like oh there's Jen Bunny from the hill <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay Bunch. Jen um where she was basically saying like oh like can you tell me what happened? And she tells her what happened, says it's inappropriate. She's like, oh, well, that's basically exactly what I thought was going to be happening. And he told me that he may have landed in her mouth and it was totally fun. And I, like, I totally trust him. And she like spirals. She's and crazy. then, yeah. And then Jen Bush is like, oh my God, what the fuck just happened? Okay. You know how like, I think what Sheena like, Sheena like cannot possibly recognize the reality because her no. brain would explode. Yes. Like she wouldn't be able to accept she, she she wouldn't like it would never happen yeah but if she did she would need to reevaluate her whole life leave right. the show right like it would just it would there's too much like right. too much at stake it's like her whole existence yeah her whole existence has sort of led up to this moment yeah. and she would have to like undo 28 years of life <laughs> in order to like 
get to to like start over and get what she actually wants which is basically like a Rob Valletta version who doesn't cheat on her and she can just like be like that person's wife but she doesn't realize that like she hasn't that like no you've actually like gotten yourself into a really bad situation like your first marriage was a huge mess your friends all think that you're delusional and fake and like you kind of are her whole thing I like Sheena but like I like Sheena her whole thing is that she never wants to admit like that any type of failure or like any imperfection that's really her issue well that's number one thing that she needs to let go and i okay so i actually think this um as you guys know pause off the vanderpump conversation because i think we've like you know sufficiently called everyone delusional (laughs) but um like so as you know we've decided to kind of change up the format of our podcast and return to our olden days where we were talking about like one topic at a time um if you guys remember the batch list yes um so today we wanted to remember it as we wrote it (laughs) yes you remember yes so we wanted to talk about an issue today um that we're calling the quarter life crisis yeah it's we've kind of been talking about this a bit this morning trying to come up with like a real definition of what this is but what we've sort of and we all kind of have our own views on it but what we all agree on is that everyone on Vanderpump Rules perfectly (laughs) embodies the quarter life crisis however you choose to define it I mean some of them are a little bit older like in terms of like like Ken and Lisa (laughs) they've already had all of their crises yeah and luckily they were not documented on Instagram yeah I mean Ken probably had it like 25 years after (laughs) Ken was having his midlife when Lisa was having her quarter (laughs) right Um, but like all the like I would say Sheena no no you know who's definitely gonna have a quarter life crisis Tom the other one Tom Schwartz Oh, he's 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 doing a lot of a lot of bad things and is kind of confused yeah. and is sort of turning into a huge mess. Yeah, and he's going to spiral into something right where he needs to get better. Right, right. So okay, what, what we sort of like yeah. have like determined is that like the quarter life crisis is essentially like the culmination of like your early life. Yeah, where like you kind of like go about your life being a certain way, assuming you're gonna like you're I don't know you're you're a kid. You grow up. You go to high school. You're you live with your parents. Your parents like you kind of for the most part, do either what your parents want you to do or you do the exact opposite because you're rebelling. Right. And I think that, like, people don't ultimately, like, necessarily look at, like, what they, like, want. They just kind of, like, fall into, like, a certain reality. So whether that reality is, like, being... Like, I don't know, a waiter who gets drunk at Sir every like day and cheats on your girlfriend. Or if you're or if your path is like, you know, you're a, a like a studious little girl who grew up in Long Island and decided you wanted to be a lawyer. I'm sure a few of you were Is listening. You? <laughs> no, no, I, I, I did want to, I did want to be a lawyer. Like it. Right. Well, I like went to a few LSAT classes and I was like, this is not uh, going to be my future. I took the MCATs. Yeah. I don't remember how badly I did, but right. I know I did poorly. <laughs> right. Like I didn't even take the LSAT because I was like, yeah. I know that this, that it, being a right. lawyer is not like legally blonde. It's really terrible. Well, and that was where I based wanting yeah. to be a lawyer on so a lot of people so the the quarter life crisis it's not really a crisis it's like an identity like it's like realizing that you don't actually identify with your own identity kind of something or like you've done all of these things that led you up to a place where you don't really like yourself or you don't like who you've become or you don't like you don't really you feel lost in like your direction right Um, like it's that feeling of waking up every morning and going to a job that like you got but you don't really like know why you picked this job it wasn't because of like your extreme passion for like filling programmatic ad spaces like it's (laughs) like like no one's like actually like most of the jobs people are in I doubt most people we know could be like, yeah, I always saw myself doing that. 
Yeah. Well, here's the funny thing. I always think about this and I, I think about our fifth grade yearbook and how it asks you, um, yeah. what do you want to be? What did be? you write? I wrote um, a computer artist, which is basically like my fifth grade self is, but I wanted to be a graphic designer, which yeah. is shit that I really, if I wasn't doing betches, I would be doing that. Like yeah. if I didn't have, I wish, like I wish that that's what I studied in at, college right but because your parents or doctors do- right. you kind of grew up thinking like i'm need this to help people right, fuck right like doctor identity <laughs> right. so like luckily we have this company that we like have had since college so we never really had to like experience that switch emotionally like of like oh like this is like the career well, i thought i wanted and i worked really hard for my whole life thinking this was going to be me and now i don't which is like very mentally painful place to be so like i guess we're saved from that aspect of it but like yeah, it's very. What were you just saying two seconds ago? I just had a <laughs> the thing fifth grade, the fifth oh. grade thing, right? And then you end up doing that. Do you want to well, know what sort mine of was? Doing. What was yours? I wanted to be an Academy Award winning actress. <laughs> I I wrote Academy Award winning because you needed to be Meryl. Because <laughs> I because because one of my I will say in my own quarter life crisis, one of the things that I like crisis quote unquote things that I like have like realized about myself is that like. I don't know like where I got this idea from. I assume my parents. But I grew up thinking like if I wasn't the best at whatever I am doing, then like there was no point in being it. And like you're basically worthless if I'm not the best. (laughs) So I couldn't just like say I wanted to be an actress and like do it for the craft. I had to be the best actress. The the best from our yearbook was all the people who wrote model. And then someone wrote (laughs) senator. And then I think there was only one person who wrote president. But I don't remember who it was. Right. By the way, like Sammy and I were obviously in the same. Jordan yeah. also same like grade and yeah, we could check each other's yearbooks. Yearbook, like same elementary school. Um, but yeah, and all, so many girls wrote model. Like so many, I remember. Like I can remember who, each one who right. they were. Right, I definitely do not. I'm like a. Mo- I wanted to be a model with talent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically. But yeah, I mean. Could I act? I don't know. Like maybe, <laughs> like maybe had I, I like my to do list to go to an acting class, but I'm too scared. I really want to go to I an look acting at the class camera all the time. and a voice and, and a voice coach class because I hate my voice. Well, I'm your voice sh- is great. Thanks. So I don't um, have a voice for podcasting. Let's let's whatever. bring up like so Aileen does. <laughs> yes. Um. Okay. We have um a reader who wrote a listener, a uh, listener, a, a whatever, fan? a person, a user. Um. <laughs> no, wrote to, to us. <laughs> wrote to us and um, like giving us this, this actual idea and she gave us a really good example. So I'm going to read it. Dear Betches. No, I just have a lot of feelings. Hi, ladies. She wrote a whole thing where she compliments us, but we'll spare you. I want to propose a new topic for discussion that has been really weighing down on me and honestly affecting my overall day-to-day mood. Sorry, my microphone moved. Day-to-day mood and mental health. That's how you know it's a quarter life crisis <laughs> when your mood is affected every day. Okay. What the fuck is with all of these fitness Instagrams? <laughs> or, should, or dare I say finstas? That's actually different. Finsta and fitness Instagram. Fitsta. Yeah, it's a fitsta that everyone is coming out with. And I don't mean professional fitness coaches who are legitimately advertising, legitimately advertising on social media and have a huge following and are otherwise well known. I'm talking about the dozen. Oh, my God. This mic needs needs to go fuck itself. <laughs> the dozens of girls who I went who I went to college with suddenly have decided to create a separate Instagram. Yes, as in they now have two Instagram accounts, question mark, question mark, and post pictures of them in various Only Lululemon. two. I have like five. <laughs> Lululemons, but yours are like company Instagrams. True, it's not like all of like here's <laughs> Me my and butt my other Instagram. One. <laughs> here here are my like traps Instagram. Um my okay. 
Post various picture par, the post pictures of them various Lululemon sports bras, drinking Shakeology and flexing so hard in their mirror selfie they might herniate a disc, and it is somehow justifiable justifiable to them by making the caption "Time to crush my workout." Got home, workout all set up, and superfoods down. Happy Friday, babe. Stay warm. I didn't even make that caption up. I just copied and pasted it from some girl's <laughs> actual real life post on my timeline. Anyway, I could go on for hours, so I'll just finish with this. I'm all for graduating college and having no idea what the fuck I'm doing, and staying in shape is great while you go back and forth from your entry-level post-grad job. But why is this all of a sudden becoming acceptable for every 20-something girl to be a fitness-slash-life coach and create social media account advertising cult-like workout programs and absurd meal plans? <laughs> Oh my god. Absurd meal plans. Hoping to hear from you, Betches, discuss this more. Okay. I mean, she's just referring to all the people who wrote in their fifth grade yearbook that they wanted to be a model. Yeah. This is them. Right, right. Um, yeah, so I know, obviously, I, I follow so many of these people who, like, turned... No, like, you don't. No. How many do you follow? Okay, well, I, I obviously unfollowed, but, like, <laughs> I know people who are trying to be like that. Like, I can see it. I know, like, three people who are trying to be like that, and That's they're not... That's a lot of people that you... But they're not, like, they're not, like, this low-level and, like, lame. They're, like, actually... I only know, like, one, even. I think... Personally. Are, are we thinking of something? We're probably thinking person? of the same person. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I feel like... So what is up with them? I mean, they are just trying to see what works is really what's up with them. I, the, the My fucking, opinion the is fucking much more ca- dark. The fucking captions, though, I, I, can't, I can't. I can't with the generic captions that everyone is like life coaches and like telling people what they should do when they're 22. Right. Okay. Then again, we do have a book that we wrote. It came out when we were 23. Well, someone, was- someone paid us to do that. A yeah. very legitimate publishing publisher, Simon Schuster, who you may have all heard of, paid us to do that. So paid yeah. us to write but a we book that really the subtitle writing. says how to win basically everything. But we weren't, oh, it's but a that was a joke. It right. was a joke. It wasn't like, it was a joke and, and we were paid for that joke. So like, and it wasn't supposed to be like, this is really how you live your life. Right. Okay. I, I wrote some really crazy I have, shit. I take a much more, read it. yeah, same. <laughs> the things that like we wrote in yeah. there as under the guise of being advice <laughs> were like some of the most twisted the things. The best, the best part of when that book came out is that we kept seeing it in self-help like sections yeah. of bookstores like, and I was like laughing hysterically like anybody should take any of this for advice and then here we are <laughs> right like i distinctly remember right sitting at my computer in my bedroom in roslyn yeah. writing a paragraph about how you should cheat on your tests in college <laughs> yeah because in real life you could just copy Ooh. off the person next to you and like whatever i understand that that like d- like it did have like a funny justification yeah. in the book but like i can't believe that like <laughs> like now i would That's never so be helped. like right i never be like oh, i'm gonna write that now okay I have a much darker view okay, what on it? the people and their second Instagram accounts and their fake lives that they're trying to create for themselves. Yeah. Okay. Tell me. This is this is like kind of how I see people who have like this social media obsession. Um, basically, like she was saying, like you like it's it, it affects her her everyday mood and her mental health. Like people, I think, like in their twenties, they like get to a point and they graduate college and they realize, like, oh my god. If, if they're not, like, in a job where they feel motivated or they're not, like, in a relationship that's fulfilling, if you don't kind of have, like, the pillars of life set up, like, in a healthy way. Like, where what, are your, like what are pillars of life? Like, good relationships, solid support system, like, with your family and friends. Good like, relationships like, with your yeah, good, friends. Like, like, good relationships, I mean, all across the board. Like, yeah. 
not having unhealthy friendships, not having unhealthy family relationships, having like a stable significant other if you want one at the time, like if you, yeah. if you feel like you're in a place for that and you want that and you like the right, person. Right, right. Having a job where you feel motivated and you can grow and like you're going to work every day with like some sort of goal. So if you don't have these like main pillars of life, that's pretty much how you spend all your all your time with people just or like out, just talks with mom and right, like <laughs> right, right. And like whatever, there's habits, you know, people work out, people go do things, but like all Ultimately, like, it's the balance that, like, creates, like, I think, like, a stable mental state. Like, having all these things, like, sort of in place. Okay. I think a lot of people don't really have those things in place. Like, more than we realize. Like, a lot of people are in really dysfunctional relationships that they're sitting all day at their job being like, shit, like, why isn't my boyfriend texting me back? Like, or worrying about a fight or something he said last night. Like, you think he's going to marry you, but actually, no, he doesn't seem like he's going to marry you. Like, that sort of thing. go on. Yeah. Or you hate your job and you, like, hate your boss and you have no purpose in being here and you don't like what you're doing and you see no room for growth okay so what social media does for people is it provides them essentially with like a drug that is legal that like enables you to like essentially like get the like effect of like as if you were like taking a hit or having a drink if you were like an alcoholic or a drug addict but but like it's through your phone and it's perfectly socially acceptable so like yes every time you get like a like on instagram it's literally like for some people like it's like taking like a hit of heroin for them (laughs) so these people kind of are like I don't even think they realize that that's what they're doing, but they're ultimately just trying to like build up their like psychological like hormones, like and make themselves happier through social media and like the fake validation that they're it's getting the, I from think people. The bridge between like the unhappiness with your own like life in real life, yeah, is really like yeah. Of course, they're getting like they're getting all of this like. I guess hormonal positivity. It, no, it's like you literally. I get that, but the bridge is the is the fact that like they need to feel like justified in like their existence. Yes. So like that right. is what Instagram is providing for them. So right. if they if they have since okay, I always find that what people are like overloading on Insta stories when they don't or like Instagrams when they don't actually do it like they just go to their job and then they just go home but those people Instagram so much it's because they though though that's the sign of like that kind of person mm-hmm. but like for me I Instagram like crazy only like when I'm on vacation because I have things right. to show that I'm doing differently right. like I'll go radio silent for like a whole month because Same. there's nothing to show like I'm literally just like the yeah. minute I get home I put on my fucking ugly ass pajamas right. and and like watch Netflix and like pass out watch right. the bachelor tape no it's like all my work stuff but like there's nothing glamorous about that that I can even like remotely show like right. once I try to take a picture of a candle but like that thing about right, like, right. it's like the light of <laughs> your sucks yeah like <laughs> this picture like it's just and I and me personally I can I guess I'm somewhat emotionally stable. I can't take myself seriously enough to post a caption where I'm like giving people advice like that. Like Same on social media in like such like a no one fucking asked me kind of thing. Right. right. Like <laughs> like what are you going to say? Like okay, my Instagram stories are at their peak when I'm hungover. Actually, like yes. I tend to Instagram like the Same. most when I'm hungover. Like in some weird way, it's like my inhibitions are down, yeah. but like just enough that like. And I'm like feeling clowny. Like yeah. it's when like you're, it's when you're feeling yeah. clowny is the most fun, right? But like I like I wouldn't just like in, right. I agree with you completely that like the bridge between like their self like unsure of how how mm-hmm. important their existence is and like am I real? Like why don't I like feel like I have any sort of like purpose? Yeah. And why am I not fulfilled by my friends, family, boyfriend, and job? Like right. so it's like oh I'll get this like 
I'll I'll start I'll have new- this Insta. It'll make me feel motivated to work out. It'll make me feel like people are care if I work out, and someone will finally fucking care about me. Right. Like, but but what I'm saying about like how it's like kind of like a drug and like replacing like love mm-hmm. and fulfillment is that like Instagram and face- Facebook, the company designs their platforms for the per with that in mind. Like the like the way that they design it is so that it will keep you on it and keep you like they'll I believe that they like withhold likes on Instagrams from like early like early Instagrams, like when you first put them up. So, so you that can you can keep, keep checking, checking and be nervous and be nervous about whether like right. it always takes like two minutes for the likes start pouring in. and in those two minutes you're like where is my drug? Yeah, like give me my likes. It's like very like it's all sort of like set up for this, like so that you can, so that it's like psychologically manipulating you. And we, we think like, oh, it's our phones. It's just an app. It can't be that bad for us. But actually, it really is that what bad if, for us because it takes us out what of like reality. Do when they had quarter life crises, crises or crises, crises. Mm-hmm. What's the plural? Crises. Crises. Um, before Instagram or before social media, like what were they doing? Like, I guess you wouldn't know like, about it. Really. You wouldn't. You wouldn't know. But I mean. Okay, like, let's say the generation before us. Like, I don't know, a lot of people in the generation before us have gotten divorced. So what that tells – and they get divorced later. What that tells me is that they probably married the people who were, like, somewhat unsatisfying. And then they They just, like, kind of settled and pushed it. I kind of think that, like, maybe our generation won't even have midlife crises because we're all having quarter-life crises, figuring it out sooner. Mm -hmm. we all get married later. Right, exactly. Getting married later. So you're marrying someone after your quarter life crisis when, crisis when you actually kind of understand yourself a little better and like you're, you can make maybe a more informed decision. Yeah. So like, yeah, it's I, possible that we, we won't have that because we had this. But there's, a, there's many types of crises like throughout your life. Like I feel like when I when I turned 20, I guess it was 20, 24 to 25 is when I like sort of was uncomfortable with myself and I decided to lose a lot of weight and now I feel like a different person then and then like three years later now I feel like I'm, I'm definitely a different person than I was when I was 25. You know what right. I mean? But that's so like, sort of like just like growth. Like I wouldn't consider that to be like a quarter life crisis. Like you dealt with like like being uncomfortable no. with your weight and then you like lost no, it. That's not true though. You don't like the amount of time that it took me to get there was like the crisis. Like you don't like, you know right. what I mean? But that's, I think, cause like what we were saying earlier is that like the way the person you grow up into is sort of like the person you always were. So like you probably always had the certain relationship with food and your weight well, that yeah. you then decided to change. Like, cause this one time I texted when I was in middle school, I texted, oh, not texted. I guess I, I am'd my friend. Maybe it was you, but maybe, maybe it was my friend. <laughs> Mary Ellen. I'm always good like, for a good weight I test. I found the best diet ever. This is in middle school. Okay, you just eat a lot of turkey and diet coke and when you get hungry you just chew a lot of gum and that's it. That's my healthy lifestyle middle school that my parents didn't even know about. Sammy's like right now you're definitely like that's a great idea. No, I don't like turkey <laughs> or diet coke. But, but yeah. You chew a lot of gum. Like that was my I don't so think I you texted that to me but like you have te- you right. No, there were texts then. But I feel like you have definitely Definitely, you know, thrown a few wacky diets my way. And I'm always like, yeah, I'll try this. But like, I'll be honest, like, I've recently lost a lot of weight, like in the past year. And I think that like, ultimately, the the thing that changed was not like actually what I'm eating. I still am like always down for pizza, cake, sushi, ice know, cream. Like, well, I'll eat all of it like any day. Yeah, we got it. We got it. I eat like a five year old or I want to eat like a five year old. But like, the thing that changed was like not actually what I eat, but the way I like feel about food and about myself and like right. the way I feel when I like. It's just a change of perspective and like just change of like 
the way you want to think about yourself and like how you want to be is really like you sort of take control right. of your own actions and like not an act like sort of living pat like okay <laughs> well, I will say that I got this from Khloe Kardashian's caption. <laughs> but, um, Khloe Kardashian actually has very good <laughs> captions. Like, if Mother Teresa posted okay, them, you'd be like, hell, Mary. I got it. You were fucking Khloe Kardashian's caption, yeah. where it was sort of like when she decided to sort of make her whole, like, change because her br- her brand, aka her mom, was telling her she's off-brand by being so fat. And so she decided... <laughs> Like, she decided that she needs to, like, sort of take, I mean, that that is, like, an impetus to do, like, make a life change is bad, but she probably wasn't happy by itself. Right. But at the same time, her caption, her, what it said in her, her caption, caption that I thought was meaningful. So I like her caption. She, she said that she, like, sort of decided to stop living passively and, like, yes. take control of, like, the things that she, like, right. take control of her actions, take control of her, like, like the cravings or like for her with food right. or like take control of like being lazy. Right. Like not that kind of thing, which I thought was actually that like still stuck with me. No, I. So. It's so true. And I feel like that has a lot to do with this like quarter life crisis or any type, not quarter life transition of like. Right. Going from- crisis makes it sound so bad, but I right. actually think what it is is a good thing because you, the person you end up being, assuming you don't have a mental breakdown <laughs> and like ends up in rehab, but maybe if you end up in rehab, you do that yeah. and you get better. Like, I think ultimately what this is, is to set you up for being better in life. Like, Khloe right. Kardashian probably. In her mind, what held her back, I look, I'm not Chloe, but I imagine that being the fat sister was severely, <laughs> severely traumatic from a very young age. And in her mind, it's not like it's not that she like wants to be the fat sister. She kept telling herself, I'm sure, and for 30 years, I don't want to be this person. Different and all then she's probably like emotionally like trying to fill that with like food right. and like like also Lamar. like there's nothing <laughs> Yeah, literally. But there's like I think one of, like, the most, like, un-realized like, things is that, like, par- even – it feels better sometimes to be in, like, the discomfort that we know than to, like, have to, like, change yourself because it's yeah. somewhat, like, uncomfortable, like, when you – like, you realize that you are different and that, like, people don't know you as that person. Like, yeah. like okay, like I, like I said, like, I lost a lot of weight this year and, like n- – there was a time where, like, even, like, last week I was, like, about to see someone who I hadn't seen in, like, two years. And, I like, the thought I had before seeing them was, like, wait, like, they're, like, are they going to think I'm too thin? Like, <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm dead serious. I was, like, oh, they don't know me as this. So, like, it's, like, yeah, weird. So there's a sort of discomfort with, like, being someone who you're not used to being. And, like, Khloe Kardashian's not used to not being that person. I she guess. doesn't have an identity as being skinny Khloe that's as strong as being fat Khloe. And, like... It, that's not her fault. That's not a bad thing. It's just like she hasn't built it yet. She probably isn't like fully even comfortable being skinny Chloe yet. Wait, I had this like interaction with someone that is, I hadn't seen in a really, really long time. She mm-hmm. was like I knew her like freshman year of college. Mm-hmm. And then like we spent we spent no time really together like in yeah. between. And like then I saw her now. So like this is 18 to 28, right? Yeah. And I spent, we like had a conversation and she was talking to me as if like it was me when I was 18, which yeah. is like, I was kind of like not really like a car. I let her like sort of make fun of me in like a, in like a way that. Right. I, it didn't really work. It generally didn't work now because we're two type A's, but back then I wasn't like really confident enough to like. <laughs> 
be my type A personality. Right. You know what I mean? And so when I, when we were like best, best friends and now I saw her, I was like, I could never be your friend anymore because like the way that you think of me, like we're not the same, like right. so, so different. Right. Like she was making all these jokes and I was just like, what the fuck are you saying? Right. Like we're not, we're, we, we perceive each other so differently or the way that she maybe perceives me is differently or I just felt so uncomfortable with the, with how different I am from that. From That's that. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like post quarter life crisis or transition or whatever changes Change. you decide to make, yeah. like you're not, even you, other people don't know, like, let's say, this is a good example because she hasn't seen you for a while. Like, people don't know, like, the new you, which is actually probably the real you because the you that they knew was just the person who, like, you kind of naturally yeah. evolved into without really actually making any choices. Yeah. But the person you are now is the person you're choosing to be. And, like, that's uncomfortable for other people and even for ourselves to be like, oh, wait, I didn't right. – like, it is uncomfortable to sit, to feel like, oh, I, like – decided to sort of reject like the things that were like ingrained in me and I'm going to actually be like a new person. Like I'm yeah. actually going to be this person because this feels like more me. And you kind of have to like just like ignore the fact that other people don't see you that way and like think about you a certain way. Like I think about this all the time, even just between the three of us. Like I feel like you and Jordana see me. I'm sure maybe you have moments like this. I don't know. I feel like there's moments where like you see me as like the person I was in like sophomore year of college or even like high school where I was just like just such like a dumb ass brat. Like, you know what I mean? And I feel like sometimes I even act more like that person because that's who you're used to seeing and I'm like afraid to disappoint that impression you like still might hold to some degree even though that's not who I am because like you've seen me like every day it's not like it's not like one day I'm like sophomore year version of me and then I'm like today me it's like that happens slowly over like years and like you know yeah well let's read another dear betch yes um do you want to do it yeah okay Dear Betches, I'm 23 and I just got out of two long-term emotionally abusive relationships. I let these immature relationships ruin my college career and I had to drop out and move back in with my parents and basically start over. I'd lost interest in college and in my goals overall. It's so different for me because to all my family and friends, I've always been a smart and successful one in anything I've done. I took three to six months off of life to be an emotional mess of a betch. Now I have kind of gotten my life back and on, back on track by doing a couple classes online through my university and was able to land a really cush office job in the oil field in Texas, so it's good money. But even with this, I don't feel fulfilled. I literally lo- feel lost in life. All the rest of my friends are graduating, getting married, having kids, and then there's just me. I just want to find fulfillment, and I honestly feel like the only way I can do that is moving to a big city and starting over. I just want to know the batch's opinion and know if I'm being certifiably insane. Everyone I talked to said I should be happy where I'm at, but I'm just not. Please help. Lost in life, bitch. Yeah. Oh, she's 23. So I feel like this girl probably. I think um, she's, she really like, she glazed, glazed over the two emotionally abusive relationships. Well, I think, okay, the, the, the key that sticks out to me here is when she says she's always been smart and successful in anything she's done. Mm-hmm. And that she's been in two abusive relationships. So what that sort of like says I'm guessing this is that like she's lived a life where she felt a lot of pressure to be a certain way, smart and successful, be this person who you have to be, like take the abuse, take the toughness. Like right. if things are hard, you just deal with it. You just keep trying to be successful. I can relate to this to be to be honest. Like not that I've been in two abusive relationships, but I can relate to like the feeling of like always being smart and successful and then sort of feeling like like, wait, like, am I really this person? And like, do I really want to be this person? And like, is this even good for me? Like psychologically? Yeah. 
Um, and I think that like what this, I think she should start over. I think she should like move to, I think she should move away from like where she's like used to being and kind of like start over and take time. And it'll probably take one to two years to like really get this like going of like trying to like really think like who, what do I actually want? Like who am I when I'm not surrounded by like my emotionally abusive boyfriend or like pressure from like the people who know me as I am. She did that. She says she did that. She like, that was in college. She moved back. She had to drop out and moved back home and so now she sort of got her life back yeah but i i but don't now think that she, she didn't like, really get it she didn't really really get it well she's still living she's with at home right if you're still living with your parents your parents living with your parents i think is one of the most psychologically <laughs> after college is one of the most psychologically damaged damaging things you can do <laughs> no i'm dead serious because it keeps you in the mindset of like you're still a kid of being like, six like like when i i went home so you're mom, still a kid and you're still like under like their rule basically that they own you because they pay for your shit right and you have to get out of that you can't be independent when you're like that unless your parents are just these golden people who just throw money at you even (laughs) if they are golden people even if you have great supportive parents you can still be too intertwined with them like okay i went home this weekend to my mom's and like it was it wasn't big things but like small things i'm like that's how i used to be i would never do that now and like you like i catch myself like even like walking in the same directions like i walk into my house i automatically open the refrigerator (laughs) like i never open the refrigerator in my apartment like just randomly like all these weird habits like they're just ingrained in you and you can't get out of that if you're still living with your parents right so you have to get out um but so basically, like, we don't think that you're certifiably insane. No, you're not. At all. You're just going through some shit. You're going which through Which is some, fine. And here's the reason why, like, people have written about quarter life crises or, like, the fact that there is something, like, in your quarter life that, where you feel lost. Like, that means it's a real thing and, like, you're not alone. Um, yeah. Also, it doesn't sound like you're, like sick or anything you just like need to like figure out your life and this is the time yeah and people having kids and getting married at 24 are probably going to get divorced in the future so don't even worry about it yeah another thing one of i think the worst things is looking at other people like and that's another reason why social media is like so bad for you because you follow a lot of people because it was giving me a lot of because you think because you think you no one ever again no one ever posts the day where they're on their couch crying about something some do but then they post them a picture of them crying and I hate that too. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But like either way, it just feels like everyone's getting engaged because all the non-engaged people are not posting. every day posting, I'm not engaged today. Here's like my finger without a ring. Yeah. Like no one's po- there celebrating is, that. Yeah, yeah. There actually is an account called at not engaged where she kind of makes fun of that. But like whatever. Um, I just gave you a free shout out. Not engaged. <laughs> um, yeah. Like no one posts that. So it just feels like everyone has their life together. Everyone like yeah. – it's not everyone. It's just them. And, like, also, who cares? Their life could go to shit later. And your life could right. be amazing later. So just, like... It's important to invest in your own, like, self when you're younger. Yeah. So that, like, it pays off later. Yeah. And it's obviously thing, easier said than done. Very, very hard. But the one thing I really try to do is, like, whenever, like, some... I feel anxiety due to somebody else that's not, like, my own personal, like, self-inflicted anxiety. Yeah. I try to just, like, say to myself, like... It doesn't matter. You have your life. You have your things. Just make my own things as amazing as possible. And like those yeah, things don't, their totally. things don't matter. Yeah, they don't. No, I, I completely agree. Um, that said, we do want to tell you that we are 
currently writing a book, our third book, mm-hmm. and it's all going to be about like career and after like trying to figure your shit out, like what you should do in life. Obviously, it's going to be hysterical. Yeah. And, and again, that's we are out. giving advice. And we're giving a lot of advice. But I feel like we feel this since it's about career and shit, we've yeah. sort of we figured it out a little bit. Yeah. So, I'm not going to be like saying that you guys should like copy off the person next to you. Yeah. We won't say that or other not crazy in this shit book. that we wrote. <laughs> oh, you should go to work drunk, which is like fully something I would have been like, yeah, why not? Our, yeah, so one of like the biggest tenets of when we were yo- younger was don't do work. Yeah, and now <laughs> and we, we work, don't like- try hard, and like we do the opposite. It's crazy, but anyway, so that's coming out this year. So it's gonna be really fucking exciting. Um, let's play some games. Games, games. All right, Sammy, would you rather stay in school until you're forty, keep it, keep like keep getting graduate degrees? I know somebody just like this, or never have gone to college and be working in the real world since you were eighteen. I love school. I will go to my grave in school. Like, I would just keep, yeah. I think that I would rather have never gone to college and go to the real world since I was 18. College is a waste of fucking money. I would have used Such all of that money to, like, invest in my life. Yeah, college is a huge waste of money. I'm just saying I really enjoy being, like, I love taking notes. I love notebooks. I love color coding things. Yeah, like, it's fun, but it's so useless. You're just constantly learning and learning. I don't think that's, I don't think that's in the would you rather portion. What? Like, like the results of what? I know. <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying I would I rather. I would rather, I, yeah, college is, a, the only thing college does do is sort of gives you the opportunity to have fun I guess (laughs) like but I don't think that that should come at that cost I think people look at college differently like we looked at college as like a way to have fun like most people did most people get most people you know did there's many people no it is most people you know many people go to college and they work a job and they pay for themselves and they have loans and they're literally looking at this as a way to get themselves out of their situation that is not as favorable that's most people I don't. I, don't I, I haven't seen a lot of survey people, results, sure, like that. But right? But those people, people are the there's people. There's a reason why, like, college kids are like always like the drunkest. That's all over the country. Like, that's just like a thing. The only, the only pe- that's a U.S. thing. People in Europe who that that's they seems go to crazy college. to them. Yeah, the fact that you go it to is college crazy. and you're just like constantly just like. Right. getting drunk and not going to class and not doing that's most people in the u.s i i don't know about most i think we should probably we could find some actual like okay, information before we say most just my own thoughts most people i know are like that too but i know that there are definitely people who are not like For that sure. and those are the people who actually belong in college right like yeah maybe we could have like i would have the money like, and do, i would rather go to college now than I would be such a good student. I would actually learn something if yeah. I went to college now. I would not fuck with anything. Like, yeah. I would literally go to class. Maybe I wouldn't go to class all the time still, but I would right. make up for it and try to actually give a shit what right. I missed and, like, right. that kind of stuff. The only thing that you don't think about college is that they give you, like, seven tests a week and then you're constantly struggling. Like, that was my struggle. I had, like, one test a semester. I had, like, seven tests a That's week. That's because you were pre-med. Okay, but I was talking to my brother who's now in college and he's like, he's an engineer and he's like, I have 700 yeah. tests. Right. Week. Well, that's why you have to major in something bullshit right. like me. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, what's the point of majoring something in bullshit? Because I actually don't think that even though the topics, it wasn't as hard, I actually feel like I got a great education. I studied industrial and labor relations, which is essentially, I know it sounds like bullshit, but it it's the study of the workforce. And like, I got a really good education i feel like i understand like essentially how like the labor force works i understand hr like i understand like i actually feel like it was useful like my grades my grades are irrelevant but like i 
feel None I, of my education I, I study like organizational psychology, like employment law. Everything that I learned is like kind of relevant. So Well, you're lucky a lot of us didn't. So Well, I just applied I there because know about like fucking molecular cell biology and that helps me and no points of my day. <laughs> Except well, for the web design class I took and accounting. Those are the only two things that I ever took that I mean, actually helps me that I remember. There's also a benefit in like literally doing work. Like when you use your brain, your brain gets stronger. There's also that. Okay, so you another. probably your brain probably got stronger in college. Mine degenerated. Yeah, I I was a good student. Yeah, um, towards the end I was not. Um, yeah. Okay. Ask me. Ask me a question. Hold on, I have to open it. I'll ask you one. <laughs> yeah. Would you rather live in a society where it's normal to get married and start having babies at eighteen, or a society where everyone gets married and has babies at fifty, assuming this is possible? <laughs> so would I rather live in the past or the future? Is what the question is. Right. Um, I would rather have them at fifty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the, okay. First of all, the, the brain, like our brains don't mature enough till we're 25. And like, why should you have someone with an 18 year old's like maturity raising a baby? When we're talking about 18 versus 50, I choose 50. But if we're talking about like 25, we're not because that's not the game. Right. It's, would you rather of extremes? But I don't think having a kid like at the end of your life, you know what I mean? Because it's plus 18 always right. until they go to college is not ideal. Right, but at least you like you live- can make it, and at least by fifty you can make an informed decision. Yeah, I agree. when you're eighteen, you're like, oh, baby, I mean, what's that going to be I like? Have money to like support the children, right? So yeah, I, we, so we both children. agree with the fifty. Okay, okay. I have a question. What are your thoughts on freezing your eggs? Um, isn't it expensive? Yeah, <laughs> I've heard different price quotes, but around the ten k range. What are your thoughts? There's a difference between freezing your eggs and freezing your like. Um, I'm thinking of. A I've heard that it doesn't right work. <laughs> <Zygos>. Embryos, embryos. <laughs> yeah, there is a difference. I've heard that it doesn't actually necessarily increase your odds that much. Oh, really? That's just what I've heard. But again, science is like. Oh, I don't know. You're the scientist. My, my thoughts. <laughs> Tell are me if, like, just do it. If it makes you feel better about like. The way, because if you're constantly thinking like, oh, but I have to have a baby, I have to find a kid, I have to find a dad, I have to find someone who's gonna have me, like you're entire, you're not gonna find one, right? Like, yeah, we're, we're just talking about bachelor. Not. Was just like when you're so desperate for something, it's never gonna happen. When you're sort of like chill, that's true, and like you're 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 living you, you're doing you, yeah. <laughs> like it's not that it's more likely to happen then. So right. if that's something that you can like put your mind at ease, then do yeah. it. And if you can afford it, sure. But if it's Right. It is expensive. It's I really have pretty expensive. much the same thoughts. I don't see why you wouldn't do it if you could and you wanted to. Like, you could do it. it. Yeah. yeah, like, do it or don't. Like, yeah, I definitely think the benefit of it is in, like, the fact that you can then, like, your mind is more stable and, like, less right. – you feel less pressure. So you act like you feel less pressure and then you can actually, like, not settle most likely with mm-hmm. your partner because, like, right. if you feel pressure, you're more likely to settle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for there. sure. Yeah. Quick okay. game. Quick, or, quick last one. Okay. Shoot, be BFF with, or party with, quarter life crisis edition. <laughs> Selena Gomez, Kesha, or Miley Cyrus? Um, I would. I think I would party with Miley. I think I would be BFF with Miley. She just I'd seems be the most with fun. Kesha. I would not be. I would. I would. Ke- Ke- Kesha's. Can I kill someone here? Kesha's dying. <laughs> I think I would kill Selena Gomez. No. I know that's probably painful. Oh, she's probably boring to party with. Yeah. I've seen her at a party. And she's she was just trying to hook up with the weekend the whole time. And she was in like yeah, a sweater. Yeah, she like, was. Yeah. You were, you were yeah, I was there. 
Yeah, it was like, it didn't seem so fun. Yeah, I don't really think I'd want to be BFF with or party with Selena. So by okay. default, I need to shoot her. Kesha has been through <laughs> some shit and is probably like a good friend at this point. I think Miley has also gone through some shit. True. And so I, she seems just more chill. And Why like, do you want to party with Kesha? Because she's... I mean, like, have you heard her songs? Yeah, so TikTok. <laughs> but I think those days are over ever I since would... Dr. Luke assaulted her. Oh. I don't think she's like that anymore. TikTok. Um, she's probably, like, honed her life down, gone through her quarter-life crisis. And yeah. now she's probably, like, a good friend. Well, on that note. Wait, did you hear Miley got married? Yeah. Secretly? Yeah. Good for her. Do you, like, believe I, it? I like, li- yeah. I like that it's low-key. Yeah. The, it's for the best. She, I like Malibu Miley. Yeah. I No, I like I like her like this, too. Like, stable and, like, Miley. with a nice relationship. Um, do you – I have a prediction. I just want to get it on the record <laughs> on this podcast. I think Justin Bieber is going to propose to Selena Gomez before the end of 2018. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, it, it's it's now or never at this point. They're together well, I, for like this 25th, 5th time. Well, they're definitely not going to like end up happily ever after, in my opinion. But like, I think he will propose this year because I think her family is like continuously questioning his commitment. And like, when you think like Justin Bieber, you're like, oh, won't come at me, bitch. I'll get you a ring. Yeah. Like, that's kind of how he thinks. We remember when he dated um, Sophia Richie. Now she's with um, the Lord. The yeah, Lord they've be been you. gramming up oh, a, a storm of each other. Maybe, yeah. Do they like each other now? Like, does he yeah. like her now? Yeah, I think he's been Instagramming a lot. They, How does Courtney feel? Weird. It's also weird all the comments that are like she looks just like Courtney. I think she looks just like Chloe. Same. Because again, I've been saying Lionel Richie, maybe Chloe. This is the dad. record that I've always been saying is that she looks yeah. identical. Like Chloe, Chloe. looks identical. Yeah, as as a kid, I agree. I mean, also like, is Sophia Richie going to be like Mason's stepmom? Like, and Penelope's <laughs> yeah, stepmom? Okay, well, like, well, we're talking about, oh, it's like, oh, here's this girl. She's always here. Like, we're talking about people with Christ, like quarter life crisis identity crisis crises it's scott disick yeah he is look kylie and kendall too they never got to choose what they were going to do in life kylie's about to be announced as the surrogate you heard it here first (laughs) (laughs) maybe yeah kim just they just had the announce that they had the kid but was it kylie (laughs) i mean I don't know. These people are so fucked up, and they well, have no. Ne- by next, by next episode, we're gonna figure find out if it's true or yeah. not. So don't, don't don't listen to any news. We'll let you know <laughs> yeah. in a week. Um, okay. Well, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Please email us like what topics you'd like for us to talk about. I mean, m- remember what the batch list was like. It was basically just like us bringing up topics, talking shit about them. They could be they could be in a very satirical way. Yeah, we they, we could keep it light. We could not keep it light. It could whatever you guys want to hear. We're really all ears. So email us at um which podcast is this? Batch left left <laughs> at betches.com. Yeah. And don't forget to tell all of your friends, the more people listening to this, the and tell them that we'll the batch list is back. The batch list is back yeah. if you want us to talk about froyo we'll do I it i think we moved past that but i'll i'll talk about froyo i've just suddenly had a craving for froyo <laughs> froyo has been replaced okay well by smoothies bye everyone bye <laughs>